Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance on the day we've been waiting impatiently for. Rogers remains. Russell relocates. The ramifications are endless. The hashtag crew is all here. Let's ride. Here we go. Only one place to start. The Denver Broncos and Seattle Seahawks have agreed to a trade that will send Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. We knew Russell was a little dissatisfied last year with what was going on in Seattle. Now there's a new Super Bowl contender in Denver. And the conversation continues. Greeny with you here and delighted to have Dan Orlovsky and Kimberly Martin hang out in the studio here after we wrap up Get Up with the Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. We've had a fun two hours and it rolls over here. Guys, thank you both. It is such an enormous day. And Kmart, it was about 20 minutes or so before I wrapped up this show yesterday that we got the news on Rogers. Mm-hmm. Pat McAfee tweeting that, that Rogers is going to stay put in Green Bay. And the first thought I had was, what's Denver going to do? Mm-hmm. Having no idea that by two hours later, yeah. we would get this blockbuster. What, how did it come to be that the Broncos managed to rally that quickly and land a quarterback of that magnitude? So obviously, every, a lot of teams were interested in Aaron Rodgers, right? But you got to kind of have multiple plans going at the same time. So if, it, you know, you think, oh, well, well, what would things look like if we're able to get Aaron? What would things look like if we're able to get uh, uh, Russell? And and so as you go further along, even at Indy, the foregone conclusion was that Aaron was going to stay in Green Bay. Teams were just getting a little frustrated, like, let's make some moves, like, let's go. And so now that that domino has fallen, that allowed Denver – to move along and, and, and say this is the plan of attack. Like, Russell was somebody that we were eyeing. We feel really good about It's not a consolation prize. Mm-hmm. Russell was a guy that clearly did not want to be in Seattle, and, and the timing of it worked out perfectly, that he wants out. You've got a ready-made team that, that felt like it's, a, it's like the Rams. They're a QB away from being a contender, and it worked. No, I'm with you. And, and without meaning any disrespect to them, Jimmy Garoppolo would be a consolation prize. Mitch Trubisky would be a consolation prize. And those guys are going to command significant yeah. um, you know, compensation because of the dearth of quarterbacks available, particularly in the draft. So, Danny, l- let's analyze the situations here, because Shefty on TV told us that Russell Wilson handpicked this. Mm-hmm. He handpicked Denver. Mm-hmm. Why? Tell everybody who's not really really that aware the Broncos kind of nondescript the last couple of years why is this such a good situation for him it's probably one of the most complete teams in the AFC the the focal point being team I think if you look at their offensive skill talent even though they lost their stunt young stud tight end and Mm -hmm. no offense two really good backs and Melvin Gordon and and Javante Williams that's going to fit into a scheme that Nathaniel Hackett their new head coach from Green Bay is going to utilize with their run game Jerry Judy, the, the, the promising young wide receiver that came from Alabama that hasn't had the quarterback to match his talent, he's going to be back and healthy. Cortland Sutton is a big vertical threat downfield. K.J. Hamler, who's an absolute vertical juice guy coming off the ACL injury, so we got to see what he looks like. But the skill talent as a group, you go, those are four or five really good players, not even mentioning a player like Tim Patrick. And then you go, they got the number three defense in the NFL last year. You know, So we're talking about a team that probably – is as good as the team that Russell Wilson, or it's the closest team talent-wise that Russell Wilson had that when he won the Super Bowl mm-hmm. with Seattle. 
I, and I said this this morning, Russell Wilson has never been in the situation where the high level of talent around him and high level of scheme and play calling and design around him. Even when he won his Super Bowl or even when he was playing at a high level, there was always, well, offensive coordinator, they got to get a different version of scheme around him. So uh, that's why, uh, Greeny, this, you know what I just thought of is when Shefty came on NFL Live last year, the day of the draft and broke the news that Aaron Rodgers was unhappy in Green Bay, mm-hmm. I was asked the question, and our show was asked the question, where should Aaron Rodgers want to go? The number one team was the Denver Broncos because mm-hmm. we all believe that the cumulative talent is so good. That's why Russell Wilson went there. And, and so then let's make this straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. What is at stake for Russell Wilson right now in Denver. Yeah, I think his legacy, in many ways his career, was dying in Seattle because of the way that the front office has missed on draft picks and the roster was just not good enough. And even though Russell Wilson individually was playing at such a high level, he wasn't getting into that recognition that we wanted to place when it comes to top four or five guys in the league, let alone what his long-term conversation legacy will be. Russell Wilson's a Hall of Famer. But he has one Super Bowl. You don't get a seat at the table of in the conversation of one of the greatest ever with one Super Bowl. Whether you like it or not, whether we think it's fair, it's just the reality. And he is looking at this picture saying, I wasn't going to win another one in Seattle. I want more than one. And I think his long-term legacy and the way that he is viewed is on the line. Yeah, that's the thing. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. Kmart, we had a... A really good spirited debate, particularly in the second hour of our TV show today when Booger jumped in. And I think he was speaking for a lot of people Mm -hmm. when he was saying, and I'm paraphrasing, Russell Wilson's a very good player. But let's not put him in the conversation with the best guys in the league today. And Dan was sort of on the other side of that, which, no, 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 he's one of the best guys in the league today. And Kmart, I guess now, as we did with Matthew Stafford... We're going to find out once and yes. for all the answer to that question. Because the knock on Russell, we talked about it all morning, is yes, he has won Super Bowl. But did he really win that Super Bowl? Was that all him? Or sure. was that the defense? Sure. Or was that the running game? And so now he's in a position similar, Dan said this on, on Get Up, where, you know, you take Matt Stafford. Is it Detroit or is it Stafford? You know, if you take Stafford out of this situation, can he win you a Super Bowl? We know the answer to that. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, oh, the Patriots not that great. If you remove Tom Brady, put him in Tampa. What happens? Is he done or is he? Oh no, he wasn't done. He won a Super Bowl. And Russell, this is why I, when you talk about pressure among these two quarterbacks, there is a lot of pressure on Russell because of how people talk about him. It seems very polarizing. For as good as, as he is, he just never seems to get the credit that he deserves for the the skill, the skills that he has. You know and and I think this is a situation for him. It's about legacy, but it's also, you know, how people talk about you, how people look at you. And if you are one of the best, you want to be at the top. It's not just good enough to be top 10, top 15. Mm-hmm. I want to be top three. I want to be top two. I yeah. want to be the top guy. Right. And they're all just wired to be like that. A Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. You could save big when you bundle your auto, home, motorcycle, RV, or boat. Visit Progressive.com. And so it brings us this question, Dan. Aaron Rodgers is 38 years old. He's won one Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Russell Wilson is 33 years old. He's won one Super Bowl. We would assume Wilson has a lot more time left. Which one do you think winds up retiring with more championships? Yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers. A couple reasons why. Number one, Green Bay has been so good for so long, specifically in these last three years eventually you win one when you're that good. You go 13-3, and 13-3, and 13-4, and four, NFC title, NFC title, number one seed. 
I think they lost this year because San Francisco was the worst matchup that they could have had. I don't think that's going to happen a second year in a row. Number two, I think the organization has shown us over the last couple months in Green Bay, they are going all in, all in, all in. And I still believe that there's some moves that that organization is going to make that is going to help their football team moving forward. The NFC is not very good. The, the, the Rams are the team to beat. We'll see if New Orleans gets a quarterback, but the, the road in the NFC is just so much easier in the AFC. If yeah. you took that Denver team and placed them in the a- NFC, I'd be yeah. like, man, they, they might win two or three. They're, they, they're that good and that conference is that bad. Um, and I just look at the NFC or the AFC, excuse me, they're young quarterbacks, and I go, if we're going to say five or six years, I think that Russell, uh, I think that uh, Patrick gets one. I think that Justin gets one. I think that Joe gets one. I think that Josh gets one. I think Lamar gets one. Or, or a combination of something like that. Right. And that's why I think it's, the AFC is just brutal. It's a murderer's row. It, it's unlike anything that I can, I mean, I've been. We're not even talking about New England. Following the sports. Yeah, and, and, and who knows which of the young quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, you've got, you've got Mac Jones, and you've got Zach Wilson, God help us, and you've got uh, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence in sure. Jacksonville. A bunch of other young quarterbacks. Who yeah. knows what they're going to turn into here but all these teams um, almost every team in the AFC feels kind of set up at quarterback on one level or another and so Kmart that brings us I think to this question because wither Jordan Love Mm -hmm. two years ago the Green Bay Packers select traded up in the first round to select Jordan Love, sure. which was supposed to set in motion the beginning of the end of the Aaron Rodgers era in Green Bay, except he had other ideas. And now we find ourselves where we wake up this morning. Is it your expectation that Jordan Love winds up getting traded sometime between now and the draft? So I personally, I I would want to get something for Jordan Love, because if you're the Packers, you've already you've shown that you love him except now we've dialed it back and we love the other guy that was here originally. I think you try to get something for him, but on our production call earlier for Get Up, you know, I felt like the Packers, I said this on the call, I feel like the Packers have done Jordan Love a disservice only from the standpoint of he was going to be the future. Now we haven't developed him on the field. We haven't seen him take the next step. And I understand, you were ta- Dan, you were talking about all the things that happen behind the scenes. How do you uh, become a pro in the NFL? How sure. do you adjust from college to now you've got to learn, develop, play well? He hasn't gotten the opportunities, and we understand why, because Aaron Rodgers said, oh, no, 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 I'm not done here, so sit sure. down. But if you're another team and you have the option of getting, trying to put all your eggs in one basket and trying to get one of the top veteran quarterbacks that are out or even one of the next-tier guys like a Jimmy G. Like, that to me is the route that I'm trying to go. Because this, and, but again, because the draft is set up the way it is where there aren't a lot of good quarterbacks, yeah. at least draft experts feel that way right now, Jordan Love becomes attractive because he, he's not just a rookie coming in. So I understand that point. But if I'm another team, I'm not, I'm not particularly sold on Jordan Love just because I haven't seen enough from him. So, so this all goes back to what your front office and general manager thought of Jordan Love two years right. ago coming out of the right. draft. Right. I mean, if you had Jordan Love on a second-round grade – and, and now in two years, you've seen him learn under Aaron Rodgers and Nathaniel Hackett and, and Matt LaFleur, and they've done a lot of the dirty work of developing a young quarterback, and you believed it, it, in that second-round grade then, you're certainly interested now. I mean, I, we have to remind everybody, Greeny, Green Bay went up in the draft mm-hmm. to go select him to number 26. Right. So my, the reason they go up is because they have information or an inclination that there are people ahead of them mm-hmm. that want him. 
them. And my mind goes to, well, Seattle was the 27th pick that year. What are they going to do? Tennessee was 29. Minnesota was 31. Indianapolis was 34. And that was the guy that was, or that was the team that was correlated to Jordan Love a lot. So what were the grades then? What have you seen since he's come into the NFL? And I'm not saying he's going to go for a first round pick and maybe it's not even an early second, but if I'm Green Bay, I'm trying to recoup value because I'm a live in the assumptive world that Aaron Rodgers is going to play for two more seasons. Uh, yeah. That gets us to the end of Jordan Love's fourth career yeah. or fourth year in his career. You have to make a decision on a fifth year option before then. Mm-hmm. You're not going to pick up the fifth year option without seeing him play. So I think that's why you just have to recoup value. So, so if I were to, and, and again, no one analyzes quarterback play, in my view, Dan, better than you do. So if I was just to throw some names out here and tell me if I'm missing anyone, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jameis Winston, Mitchell Trubisky, Malik Willis, and Kenny Pickett, who figure to be the two lock first rounders in this year's draft. Of that group, would you rather have any of them right now than Jordan Love? Uh, yeah, I think Mitchell Trubisky for sure. Um, I still think that Mitchell Trubisky's got a chance to be a good player. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, no. Uh, Jameis, I would say yes with Jameis as well, especially if his health is improving. The difference is the the cost that it's going to be. Jordan loves. you're still going to get for a cheap cost for two years. Yeah, Um, or three if you want. Right, in relation to what those two guys. I I haven't studied Malik Willis yet to say, hey, I want Jordan Love over Mm -hmm. him yet. Um, Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett will be the two guys who were drafted first in one and two in one order or the other as far as quarterbacks Uh, this year. uh, Kenny Pickett's a lot more of a a high-level, consistent player than Jordan Love was coming out of college. But Jordan has some physical talent that Kenny just doesn't. I think that is a close conversation as well. So, Kmart, how do you think this all breaks down? Do you believe Jordan Love winds up on another team, someone else's starting quarterback next year? I, I, uh, I don't. No. I don't. I don't see that. I, March 2022, as of right now, I don't, I don't see that happening. All right, we will see. I could do this forever. Guys, thank you both so much. I really appreciate you hanging out. You're the you man. both be on TV from down here all day long. Hey, you know the free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and help you save time and money down the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone with AutoZone. Coming up next, the Hashtag Crew has their takeaways, and I've got a question of the day for everybody. It's on the way. You're listening to Greeny, and this is ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
All right, the assembled members of the hashtag crew are with us today. Hashtag Hembo, hashtag Nuno, hashtag Bubba. I was, I'm always interested, and I've become increasingly so, in the way Vegas reacts to enormous moves made yesterday. And so I will just throw some of those numbers out before we hear from the members of the hashtag crew. The Seahawks yesterday woke up 40 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. They went to sleep 75 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. What Vegas is telling you is they went from a bad team to one of the worst teams in the NFL. I would argue right now they're as far away from winning the Super Bowl as just about any team in the sport. Does that seem right? Does that, does, is that an overstatement? Perhaps a bit. I suppose it depends Who on... Who is their quarterback going to be? Well, right now it's probably going to be Drew Locke. So you, I you might rest be right. my case. I mean, <laughs> what more do you want me to say? Uh, Drew Locke was drafted to be the quarterback in Denver and never could be. He could never close. He couldn't hold that job down for more than two weeks at a time. <laughs> I don't mean to insult him, but that's just the reality of the situation. The Broncos went from twenty-two to one to twelve to one to win the Super Bowl. Now, what I did not look at, and, and, and this is probably my bad, how many teams are ahead of that? Right now to win the championship? Yeah. So only ahead of Denver right now are Green Bay, Kansas City, and Buffalo. Green Bay, Kansas City, and Buffalo. The Packers went from 15 to 1 to 10 to 1. Did you give me that in order? So is Green Bay the favorite? No, no, no. It's Buffalo, the Kansas order. City, then Green Bay. So Buffalo is the favorite? That's correct. Buffalo is now the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Followed by Kansas City. Followed by Green Bay. Followed by Green Bay. The smartest bet on that of that group is the Packers. Because... What do you have to do before you can win the Super Bowl? You got to win your conference. And who has an easier path to get through that? Rodgers with Green Bay or the murderer's row that is the AFC? I've been watching the sport 50 years, pretty much. I'm 54. So let's say I've been really aware of what's going on in pro football for 45 years and have been obsessed with it every moment of my life. There has never been a time where either conference had the number of what, what, what I would describe as outstanding quarterbacks hmm. as the AFC has right now. Never. It's never happened. Um, a, they've been distributed a little more evenly over the course of time. B, we're just in a golden age of quarterbacks. More players, more different people are playing the position. It's much easier than it used to be to play the position because of uh, the way they protect it and the way it's coached and so many other things. There's never been a time like this, that, that we had this volume of great players all sort of collapsed into one conference. And that is significant. So right now, by far the better bet to win the Super Bowl is Green Bay, way better than Buffalo or Kansas City, who have to get through each other, plus Cincinnati, plus Russell and Denver, plus insert a lot of other names. Tennessee was the one seed last year, and on and on it goes. Russell Wilson went from 30-1 to 1 to 15-1 to 1 to win the MVP. Aaron Rodgers went from 7-1 to 1 to 8-1 to 1 to win the MVP. I'm I, that's interesting to me that it moved in that direction based on him staying where he was. Aaron Rodgers has basically no chance to win. the. He would have to have the greatest season in NFL history to win the MVP for a third consecutive year because the, the award is on some level a narrative award. Having said that, let me bring in the assembled members of the hashtag crew. Yesterday was one of the craziest days we've ever seen in sports, and I would like to get the number one takeaway from that day in the sports world from each member of the hashtag crew, starting Hembo with you. Go. Yes, Greeny, Major League Baseball, their owners have created a new deadline. Wait, what the, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? You asked me to provide my number one takeaway from yesterday, and I'm telling you what my number one takeaway was. 
your number one takeaway from a day in which Aaron Rodgers decided to stay in Green Bay and, and Russell Wilson was traded to Denver starts with the, world, with the word baseball? Yes, they're going to. Nuno, win. Nuno, no, no, no. I'm stopping you from talking right now. Nuno, I believe we need a, a punishment. This is why people shake nerds. I, I, we need to do that. Under no circumstances, Nuno, you are the pro- producer of this program. Under no circumstances can a person's answer on this day be baseball. Is that right? Do I have that right? That is correct. So in a baseball term that you would understand, uh, Hembo, you are currently 0-2 right now. Stop, 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 uh, stop. Based upon what you've done in the last... Five minutes. Okay. Yeah, let, let me actually, okay, hold on a second over there, Mr. Hembakitis. I'm going to tell everyone just how bad Hembo is at answering questions in general. Because I just asked you what your biggest takeaway was after the biggest football day maybe ever, and your response was baseball. And that was only the second worst answer to a question that you've offered me in the last 10 minutes. So I'm the host of two shows, right? I host Get Up in the Morning, and then I said I slide over 60 seconds later, say back and better than ever, and I host this show. So when you're a host of a show, you need people to pump you up. You know, I got a lot going on. So I, after we go to our first commercial break in this show, I go get my hard-boiled eggs. That's what I'm having for my snack now. Mm. I got my eggs. I come back in the room. I turn to Hembo, and I say, so what would you think of the TV show this morning? I, you know, I always bounce off him. How do you feel that Get Up went? Tell everyone exactly how you responded. I thought we had a great second hour. That is verbatim what he said. <laughs> I didn't realize the first hour was so bad. Uh, that's, uh, what? There is no human being alive who would not have that reaction, the reaction Bubba had and the reaction that I had. There is no human being alive who would not take that to mean you thought the first hour stunk. What are you talking? Okay, so let me, let me provide an analogy, okay? Okay. If you tell your wife, wow, you look beautiful today. Right. But you didn't say that yesterday. Is her response likelier to be, or should her response be, thank you, or did I not look beautiful yesterday? Well, you've delved into a different area mm. now, because that is not a perfect analogy. I specifically asked you about an entire show, and you made a point to only reference half of it. So if you said to your wife, Lizzie, um... Well, he's, Out of he's all the days question, this so week, the, the first thing. time it's jumped to my mind that you look beautiful <laughs> is today. That I could see being a problem. Mm. You know, it's reminiscent of the old joke that your grandmother gives you a blue sweater and a red sweater for a gift. And you show up to her house the next day and you wear the blue sweater. And you ring the doorbell and she opens and says, what, you didn't like the red one? <laughs> so, but this is not exactly that. So, Hembo, I'm now discounting whatever your opinion is on the biggest takeaway from yesterday. They're enlarging the bases. 15 to 18 inches. The bases have been this size for more than 100 years. He means this. He actually is not kidding. He wants to have that conversation today. Are they really enlarging the bases? By three inches. Okay. Well, that actually is a little more interesting than what I thought you were going to say. It's infinitely less interesting than Russell Wilson being traded to the Broncos. So let me then go to Bubba. Hashtag Bubba now jumps in. Hashtag Bubba, what was your number one takeaway from the madness that was yesterday? Yeah, well, clearly uh, the only way I can look at this is from the Cowboys angle. And I'm looking at this pretty frustrated because I'm seeing the Packers going all in here. I'm seeing the Broncos going all in. And I'm looking at my team. 
and they're about to cut Amari Cooper. Not happy about that at all. And they might even be cutting Demarcus Lawrence next. And I'm right now is a time the Cowboys should be going all in. The NFC is ripe for the picking, and and they're just making these questionable decisions while these other teams are going all in, and it's frustrating. It's frustrating to see the the Broncos make a move like this, and the Packers keep the quarterback. That even though I said they should trade him for draft picks, but they're keeping the quarterback going for the Super Bowl. And the Cowboys are making these questionable decisions. I don't like it. Okay. See, that is a good answer. And I would say further than that, the simple fact, yesterday went against you like crazy as a Cowboy fan because if Rodgers goes to Denver, Seattle wasn't a factor with Russell anyway. Right. So you would have been sitting there one of the two favorites to win the conference. Oh, it would, yeah. It would basically be the Rams and then the Cowboys, I would think, yeah. depending on how else, right, Hambo? How the else the Niners are also down. in that. In oh, that oh yeah, the Niners. But but the Niners are going to hand the ball over to a quarterback with such little experience. I know he's got unbelievable talent, but Trey Lance has so little experience. Let's put it this way. Aaron Rodgers staying in your conference was bad news for the Cowboys, so I like it. Absolutely. Hashtag Nuno, how about you? What was your number one takeaway from one of the wildest football days ever? Just how legacies have have been defined will be defined right because i look at it the seattle thing with russell wilson and Pete carroll you only got one a uh, one super bowl out of there like at the end of the day you expected more i look at you know um Aaron Rodgers being afraid to go somewhere else and staying in Green Bay and, you know, whatever's going to end up, you know, how that's going to end up with, you know, ringless because he's not even getting married. Like, so that's the type of stuff that I look at, legacies. So that was very Nuno. I mean, I have I accept every part of it. He's an angry man, and he has found ways to to spin all of that into anger. No, I, I my biggest takeaway from it and, and is where I thought you were starting to go there, which is the fascinating way in which quarterbacks are defined by championships. And both of these will be. Both of these guys will be. They're on different trajectories. Russell Wilson is on a Hall of Fame trajectory. I I believe he would get... If Russell Wilson retired today, would he make the Hall of Fame? Yes, I think he would. I think he would, too. I think he would. But he'd be one that people would argue about. Not a first ballot guy. Russell Wilson can solidify himself as a Hall of Famer. And let's face it. When you're in the Hall of Fame, you're in the top 0.01% or whatever it actually comes out to of the players in, in the history of your sport. For Rodgers, we know what he's playing for. For Rodgers, it is about being invited to a seat at the smallest table in the Hall of Fame. Like, you know, when, when they all get together in the Hall of Fame, I, I'd like to envision them like having like little tables they sit at. You know, and some of the guys whose names you don't really know, they sit over there, you know, and whatever it is. But there's like one table. Montana's sitting there. Peyton Manning's sitting there. Uh, who else? Who's still alive? You know, they're saving a seat for Brady. There's a seat that says Tom Brady on it. A few of the others, you know, John Elway is sitting at that table. Mm. And they look up and they're like, is Aaron Rodgers going to get himself a seat at this table? And Aaron Rodgers has the talent and the ability to <laughs> sit at the head of that table. And he needs to start compiling some championships at the end of his career, I think, to solidify his spot. So the only quarterbacks at that table are those with more than one championship? Well, see, I think so. Is Dan Marino at that table? I said yesterday on this show that if you ask me to just name the greatest thrower of the football that I've ever seen, like just the person who threw the ball better than anyone I've ever seen in my 45 years watching this sport, I would say Dan Marino. 
Dan Marino threw the football so beautifully it could make you cry. Um, and But how do you put him with Montana? How do you put him with Brady when he gets there and some of the other greats when he never won a championship, when the, when the primary objective of it was never accomplished? There's really only two. You tell me if, if, I'm, if I'm overstating this. I think there are only two players in sports who are held to that standard. The superstar in basketball and the quarterback in football. Mm. Like, I don't think is it held against Ted Williams that he never won a World Series? Not at all. Is it held against Ernie Banks that he never won a World Series? Definitely not. Is is it held against? Uh, I, I can't speak that much to the hockey. I feel like most of the all time great hockey players have won at least one mm-hmm. Stanley Cup, but it's it's not it's not one that I have as much of an understanding of. The individual sports have to go in a different. Obviously, that's all that matters in the individual sports. Um, but when it comes to football, like, I don't think we judge our running backs that way. I, I don't think that Jerry Rice is considered the greatest receiver because he won all those Super Bowls. You know, um, a guy like Randy Moss never won a Super Bowl. It doesn't, I don't think it works against his legacy in any way. So I, I think the quarterbacks and the basketball superstars are the only ones held to that standard. You know, we count the rings, Michael's rings and LeBron's wings, uh, rings and all that kind of stuff. And I think we do that here with the quarterback. So, yes. I think Aaron Rodgers is in one place right now. And if he wins another championship or two, I think he goes to another. I think he goes on, on the list of the right now. If Aaron Rodgers retired right now, when I make the list of the five greatest quarterbacks of all time, he would not be on. No, mm-hmm. you're right. And if he 100%. wins one more, I think he would be. That's if, a, it's if, a good question. If he wins it? one more, would you put him ahead of Peyton Manning? On that list? It's so close. Manning, to me, is the best regular season quarterback I ever saw. He got carried to his second ring. Mm -hmm. His numbers in the postseason were not as good as some of the others. Right now, the five greatest quarterbacks of all time are Brady and Montana. Those are the two that have to go on the list. It's so hard. You want to just make it the Super Bowl era. It's so hard. Are we going to include Johnny Unitas? Are we going to include Bart Starr? Are we going to include Otto Graham? It's so hard if you're going to go back through the entire history of the sport. If you're going to include those guys, all three of them would have to be ahead of Rodgers, though. For sure. And certainly in terms of winning. I mean, the sport is so different from what it was when those guys played it also. So I, I almost want to make it just of the Super Bowl era. Okay. Is Rodgers ahead of Aikman? And Troy Aikman's individual stats look like, if you just line them up against Aaron Rodgers, will look like a joke. I mean, we'll just look ridiculous <laughs> yeah, compared to them. But are you old enough to have watched Troy Aikman play? He's a freaking stud. He was phenomenal. And he won three Super Bowls, which is something that, only two other players, three other players, excuse me, can say that they've won more than two championships, more, two Super Bowls. So at this moment in time, is Rodgers a greater player than him? I'm not sure. Is Rodgers a greater player than Peyton Manning? Is Rodgers a greater player, not better, a greater player than even Marino? He won one championship, Marino won zero. Greeny, the podcast. All right, whistling along on this uh, really busy Wednesday after the enormous NFL news of yesterday with Rodgers uh, staying put and, and Russell Wilson relocating and the perspective from all the members of the hashtag crew here. So we've got a list of every quarterback who has won at least two Super Bowls. I'm, I'm going to use the Super Bowl era as our line of demarcation, okay? Because I don't want to start trying to figure out how to compare Otto Graham, Sammy Baugh, um, 
Bart Starr, who's, who's the great, most important part of his career, came before the Super Bowl era, and Johnny Unitas, same way. I, I don't know how to compare those guys to the best quarterbacks of this day. I, I just don't think there's a reasonable comparison to be made. So if we're just looking at the quarterbacks who've won at least two Super Bowls, you say a name, and I will tell you, is Rodgers a greater quarterback historically than that guy, yes or no? Tom Brady. No, no, start at the other end. (laughs) Start at the bottom of this table. Don't start at the top. (laughs) Bob Greasy. Yes, I would say, first of all, it's Greasy. Bob Greasy. Not Greasy. And... uh, (laughs) Sometimes, see, you sidetrack me with these pronunciations. What are you talking about? Greasy one, We're two, off to and a great Aaron Rodgers only won one. Bob Greasy. All right, you got to go. Bob uh, Greasy. Yeah, you got to go for the rest of the okay. set. Okay. So you go to the him, middle we'll of the Get him off the now? set. Let the record show Brandon, that, get him off the set. I, I agree. Brandon, we're going to have to remove Hembo forcibly. <laughs> he just said the words, Bob Greasy, one, two. I have a problem with your pronunciation of half the words <laughs> in like that short sentence. seven things that are pronounced wrong there. His last name is pronounced Greasy. He was a great quarterback at Purdue. He was the quarterback of the Shula-led Dolphin teams. He belongs in the Hall of Fame. His numbers are underwhelming, to say the very least. Those were teams that were predicated on the run. And the year that they went had a perfect season, he didn't even start half their games. He got hurt, and Earl Morrill started most of their games. That said, he, did, he belongs in the Hall of Fame, but Rodgers goes ahead of him. Who's next? John Elway. Elway, I go ahead of Rodgers right now. I think Rodgers has a chance to pass him, but if, if he retired this minute, I would go Elway ahead of Rodgers. Okay, how about Jim Plunkett? Rodgers for sure. How about Roger Staubach? That's a tough one. Staubach, uh, people who don't remember him, Staubach won the Heisman at Navy, then served a five-year you know, military commitment, so he lost out on five years of his career. Won two Super Bowls and reached, I want to say, three more, at least two more with the Cowboys. He was a great quarterback, and I would take him ahead of Aikman as the greatest of, of all the Cowboy quarterbacks myself. Rodgers versus Staubach is a very hard one. I think I will go Rodgers, though. I, 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 by an eyelash, I will, go, I will give Rodgers that one. Okay, how about Eli Manning? Rodgers for sure. Ben Roethlisberger. Rodgers. Peyton Manning. That's a very hard one. I, I think Rodgers is going to pass him. Um, at this moment... I think I would still go Manning, but it's close because that second, I, I, I give him, look, I love Peyton. I think I would go Peyton, but by an eyelash. And I think Rodgers will surpass him as well. Rodgers will surpass him and Elway by the time he's done. How about Bart Starr? We're, we're not going to count Bart We're not going to count Starr. Okay. I, it's just too hard to do because he won three other championships before there were Super Bowls. Okay, once and for all. Troy Aikman. Aikman, I think I have to go Rodgers. I loved Aikman. And, and Aikman is a guy who is, is shortchanged because his numbers look so bad. I, do I have this right? Did he throw more interceptions than touchdowns in his career? It, it, the ratio is unbelievably close. That was Bradshaw. If he didn't, no. I, I, think, it's, I think Aikman may have, Aikman's too. Aikman's career ratio is 165 to 141. Aikman had, say it again? Aikman's career touchdown to interception ratio was... He threw 165 touchdowns and 141 correct. interceptions. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's not more, but mm-hmm. it's, it's not nearly what these guys are today. But Aikman was tough as nails and a great player and a great winner and a great leader. But I guess, I guess if Rodgers doesn't win another championship, if he wins one more, I'll put him ahead of Aikman. But I think right this minute I have to go Troy. So, Except I just said that I would put Staubach ahead of Troy. God, it's so hard. I mean, these things are so hard. So if we're going to use the Mad Dog, so I, I watched that day that Mad Dog and Stephen A. just yelled at each other, and, and they were talking about basketball. Mm-hmm. 
what standard are we using? Are we using everything they accomplished or are we using which guy am I taking right now to lead me to where I want to go? A, what they accomplished. What, what they, they accomplished, then I will go Aikman. Would you go Aikman then over Peyton Manning? No. You would not? No. Manning's numbers are so much better, and he's got two championships to three. I would not. Okay. Um, Joe Montana. Montana for sure. Terry Bradshaw. See, that's a tough one because, again, he played in such a different era. <sighs> I, I, I think at this moment, I mean, having just watched them both play their careers, I mean, to the eye test, Rodgers is so much better. But Bradshaw won four Super Bowls. I mean, it's very hard to say the, the four versus one. And Rodgers hasn't even been to another. So I'm going to go Bradshaw. And our last man is Tom Brady. Yeah, Brady is an obvious one. Started. So I, it's, 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 I mean, it's, it's a fascinating conversation. But it's not as interesting as what my question of the day is. And that's where we have to go next. You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. Aaron Rodgers is 38 years old. Russell Wilson is 33. Each of them has one Super Bowl championship on their resume. Aaron Rodgers has spent 11 years trying to win a second. Russell Wilson has spent eight years trying to win a second. So when we continue in a moment, I'm going to ask the assembled members of the hashtag crew to answer the following question. If you had to bet your life or your house or whatever phrase you're comfortable with in that scenario... Which one winds up with more rings when they retire? Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson? That's the question. The answer is next. You're listening to Greeny on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.